This is the Make Money Vlogging Podcast, episode 34, with digital nomad wannabe founder, Sharon Goulet. In today's episode, I'm giving you an update for my latest case study. Now, this case study is about my blog about Malaysian travel that I started in October 2018. So three and a half years old at the time of recording. I share what I'm doing to grow this blog, how I overcome the challenges I face, and how much traffic and money I make at every stage of the journey in growing this site. Now, this episode is for you if you want to know what's working in blogging right now and what ideas that work for growing your own blog. It's also especially of interest right now for those of you who are in travel and wondering how my site is going as it faces the biggest challenge of all, the coronavirus pandemic. In today's episode, I discuss what's happening with this blog now, as today, the day I'm recording this, April 1, is a big day for this site as Malaysia is finally opening its borders again after two years of being shut. Yep, over half the lifetime of this site, you know, it's been about a topic that no one, you know, no one can even go visit Malaysia. The borders have been shut, you know, there wasn't much interest in it, um, you know, so I really haven't done as many updates of this as what I planned. But I am hoping it's going to be a lot more interesting now and definitely there's been a lot of progress in the last month. Now, if you've never heard or read one of these updates, I recommend you listen to episode 12 first and then come back to this because I'm not going to go over all the background for this one. Episode 12 is where to head. Welcome to the Make Money Blogging Podcast with digital nomad wannabe. Each week on this show, you'll find actionable tips and strategies for growing traffic and income from your blog with no fluff so you can quit the day job and have more freedom to do what you love. From SEO to affiliate marketing to blogging business strategies, it's all here. Let's start with your host, digitalnomadwannabe.com founder, Sharon Gourlay. So today we're talking about my latest case study. This is actually my 11th update and you can watch and listen to the first 10 at digitalnomadwannabe.com slash case study. Like I said before, I recommend you at least listen to episode 12 of my podcast first or you can get an overview of this case study at digitalnomadwannabe.com slash case study. Now, our updates have slowed down a lot in more recent times, and there's not been many since the pandemic started, as there wasn't really anything to say. I'm hoping that will change now, and that this is the last ever update I do on figures where the country was closed. Now, don't forget, you can find today's show notes at digitalnomadwannabe.com slash episode 34. And if you enjoy today's show, then make sure you subscribe to the Make Money Blogging Podcast and leave a review. Now, I'm going to start with a recap of where I was at the last update which was only a month ago with February's figures. Now, at that point, so for all of February, the traffic was 46,000 page views or 32,000, just about 33,000 users. And my income was $332, which was actually down $63 on the month before. Now, that was made up of Agoda, around $122, Azoic for advertising, $147, $22 from Clute, I some transport ticket sellers that are Malaysian-based, I made $16 and I sold one of my digital products, so $25. Now, the RPM, which I also like to measure, especially as I hope that the makeup of my audience changes, it was about one cent per user on my site or people usually report it per 1,000 users, so it was $10.06. Uh, thing that was super exciting in the last month was that I finally got a payment from Kluke for the first time in years. It wasn't like the amounts it used to be, but it did feel like a good sign. Now, to compare these numbers to my pre-COVID numbers, my last income report was based on January 2020 before COVID hit, 
And at that point, my traffic was 39,000 page views and my earnings were 920. The site was just over a year old then, so it hadn't long come out of the sandbox and it was definitely on a great upward trajectory. Now let's compare this to March 2022. This is the month where Malaysia announced it would open its borders April 1, the date I'm recording this. Now, I didn't do any work on this site besides my VA changing links to travel payouts from various programs, um, which I recommend. It's so much nicer and easier using travel payouts and most have higher commissions too. So how did it go in March? Well, for a start, my traffic was up a fair bit. So I had 69,000 page views in March or 48,500 users. So that's up 23,000 page views. And even better is that it's growing all the time. And the last week alone was actually 21,000 of those 69,000 page views. So it feels like I'm going to hit 100,000 really soon, finally. I thought I was going to hit it, you know, two years ago, but we're just about there finally. And my income was $683. So it more than doubled from the 332 in February. Now, this is made up of Agoda, mostly through travel payouts now. So hotel bookings. And it was $285 is what I'm recording. Now, this is an estimate because some bookings get cancelled. And you kind of have two choices with this if you have hotel affiliates. You know, you can report on what you actually get paid. And I do do that in one of my reportings for the tax department. Um, you know, I'm not going to report on, on what I hope will happen to the tax department. Um, but for my own tracking, it's not really useful to me to know how much I get paid for how the site is progressing now, right? I want to know how it's going right now. How did it go in March? So I do use the current hotel bookings. I remove anything that got cancelled already, obviously. So I look at ones that were booked, March 1 to 31, remove the things that were cancelled, and then I count two-thirds of them. And I actually think that's quite conservative. I, before COVID, about two-thirds would have been right. Um, but I think now, uh, actually, that is like probably going to be higher than that because at the moment, I found every single one of my bookings were for the next couple of months. And in fact, about half of them had already departed. So the commission was already locked in. But I just am so wary after the last couple of years, I went with two thirds anyway. But regardless, that means that it's more than doubled over the month before. From Azoic, so advertising on the site, I made $276. So that's about double the month before. Kluke was the one thing that went down a couple of dollars. Uh, that was 19. Now, transport ticket sellers, I use Easy Book and Bus Online Ticket. Uh, that was $53, which is over triple. And I sold two of my double, uh, digital products for $50. So that's doubled. So yeah, I mean, overall, I'm pretty happy with that given I didn't do any work and it's definitely, you know, heading in the right direction. I'm also really interested in my RPM at the moment. And that's, again, how much I earn per 1,000 users on the site. And that was up to $14.08. So up from $10.06 in February. Well, the other way to look at that is 1.4 cents per user on my site. Now, I actually want this to go up just as much as I want traffic to go up because as long as it stays so, so miserably small, I would call it, one sense I think is pretty pathetic. I'm getting to my first target of $10,000 a month in revenue. It just requires so much traffic that it's just crazy. The amount of money or time it would cost me to put enough content on the side to get to those levels of traffic wouldn't be worth it in my opinion. So I aim for a minimum of $0.10 cents a user on my site. So that has got a long way to go. But there are good signs of this going up because the percentage of Malaysian traffic on the site has fallen. So for a while there during you know, COVID times, about 90% of traffic on that site was Malaysian. And more recently, it had moved to 70%. It was like 74 or something, I think, in, in February. But now it's around 50%, which is really good for my revenue. 
Now, this doesn't actually mean my Malaysian traffic has dropped because I wouldn't be happy about that. It's actually gone up. But a lot of the increase in traffic has come from other places. Now they're going to open the border. So I have about 25% is from Singapore, Australia's in third, and then there's a real mixture. Now, just to be clear, it's not that I hate Malaysian traffic, not at all. You know, I love everything Malaysian and I want to help people out in Malaysia, whether they're Malaysian or obviously you have some people that travel from other places and they're in Malaysia when they search for the information. So it can come up as Malaysian, but, you know, they're actually not. Uh, But there is just much more revenue in traffic from other places. Okay, So if I want to, you know, increase my RPM, I need to have traffic from other places as well. Now, another good sign is that about a third of the hotel bookings were not made from within Malaysia when it used to be all of them, right? And this is actually my fourth best month ever on this site and the country isn't even open yet. So I'm really excited for what's to come as people realize borders are open and they get more comfortable to fly again. Something also interesting is that about 8% of my traffic is Australian currently, but there were no hotel bookings from Australia. And it certainly aligns with what I experienced on the ground here where people are reluctant to travel yet. And Australia is a pretty big market and, you know, was a good percentage of my traffic before COVID. So I do look forward to that coming back at some point. You know, and here on the ground, I do find that, that literally if the people I know, acquaintances, whatever, I only know of, of like one family with an overseas trip booked and that's it. I don't know anyone else who's willing to, to go away quite yet. You know, I think that's still a little way of changing, uh, but hopefully later this year. Although it also depends on other things too. I think something that's challenging with like a Malaysian destination site, say, compared to one in Europe, is just, you know, my experience anyway here is that flights are a lot more expensive than what they were. There's not many options, you know, like our flights to Europe um, just got cancelled like twice (laughs) because of, you know, there's a lot of things outside our control. It wasn't even all COVID. It's also because, you know, airlines don't want to fly over Russia and that makes it tricky. Um, So there are a lot of problems like that still. So, you know, just because the borders open um, and they're not in lockdown at the moment doesn't mean that there isn't a lot of things going on that make it a bit tricky. But, you know, overall, I am feeling quite positive. Even for myself, you know, I booked a trip to Singapore I, last week for October for ITB Asia. And then I hope to travel into Malaysia as well as I'm hoping to get there like over the summer break at the end of the year with the kids and everyone. You know, it's just been way too long. I really miss Malaysia. Ugh. Geez, I just love to be there right now, eating the food, enjoying the humidity. Uh, I really hope that we get there soon. So what's next for this site? To be honest, you know, not much. I just don't have the bandwidth at the moment to work on this site. And it's all a little overwhelming, to be honest. I really think all the content needs to be fact-checked and a lot updated. And I want that country actually open before we do that as well. See what will be reopening. I feel like it'll be a little bit more reliable once the country's actually open and they're getting some tourists back. Uh, but it also really needs to make more money before I can, I can make the time or I can outsource that time to other people. Plus, it's about to be two-week school holidays here, and I'm hoping to finally take a family trip to Tasmania. It's absolutely ridiculous, but we've had five or six. I've, I've actually lost count how many cancellations we had in the last year and a bit since we moved back to Melbourne, trying to go back down thanks to lockdowns. It was like every time there was four lockdowns last year. I know I had at least a cancellation in each one. And then when we were supposed to go in January in our summer holidays, we caught COVID, right? Like right as we were supposed to go. No border problem now. Just obviously we were unable to go with COVID. So I'm really hoping this time we will get there. But as for the Malaysia site, I'm really just crossing my fingers that it will continue to improve, which is not a business strategy I usually recommend. Um, But unfortunately, in the last two years, I think luck plays more of a part than what I would like it to. 
I hope you found this update interesting and relatable as we all battle the changing conditions in the world. And I can't wait to see how this site goes in the following month. And I'll be sharing with that with you very soon. And you can find today's show notes at digitalnomadwannabe.com slash episode 34. And make sure you subscribe to this channel because next episode, I hope to have much more interesting things to share with you as Malaysia opens up to the world. And I look forward to chatting with you then. Thanks for listening to Make Money Blogging with Digital Nomad Wannabe. Be sure to subscribe to this podcast for more actionable tips and strategies for growing traffic and income for your blog so you can build a blogging business you love. Don't forget to leave a review so we can continue to bring you the best content. See you next episode.